0: Hi everyone, I'm your host Sam Evans and welcome to Lifestyle Redesigned, the podcast. Every week I interview both entrepreneurs and travelers about their success stories and how they made their dream lives into reality. Whether you're someone who has always wanted to travel but doesn't know where to start, an aspiring entrepreneur looking to build a thriving business or anyone in between, our guests will share their experiences and insights on how they've succeeded at living what I like to call the unconventional life. So get ready to be inspired as we explore the stories of those who have successfully redesigned their lives. In today's episode, I'd like to introduce Jack Hayes, who is the founder and CEO of Profit Jack Enterprises, an agency that automates the social media process to leverage major brands and influencers around the world. Throughout this episode, we will be talking about self-growth, the importance of putting yourself first, how to find different opportunities to grow both professionally and personally, why networking is by far one of the most important skills to have as an entrepreneur and everything in between. With all that said, thank you so much for being on and welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited to do this. It's cool. <laughs> Definitely my first repeat episode. I think when right? you, it was, it was either like the first interview that I had actually been interviewed on, or it was like one of the first five. So it's su- super cool to be back. Always yeah. love it. I like the name too. I always oh, like. Thank you. Very <laughs> very on brand. Super cool.
0: Yeah, thank you. I know it, it's crazy. I was looking back and just listening back to our first episode and already how much has changed. Like <laughs> insane from last January to it. this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But before we get into everything, I'd love for our new listeners to learn more about your background and kind of where you got to where you are today.
1: Yeah, pretty humble background. Grew up in small town, St. Augustine, Florida, about four hours north of where I live now in Fort Lauderdale. So definitely grew up in like, Midwest, like Worked my ass off, had brothers and sisters, job all through high school, you know, the whole deal. But I always had the business kind of like I found entrepreneurship junior year high school, actually through being, I I told the story on the last one, but through being grounded for my grades, because I was just focused on other things. Mm -hmm. And I found, I started selling stuff just from my house was like, Oh, I could do this for people. Started actually selling stuff for people was like, Oh, this is like commission business, but I can sell anything. So I sold everything till like 20 flash forward, we got to college. And now I'm specializing in digital marketing, so it's a automated social media content production and management process. And we're currently building out our client acquisition systems, which I'm really excited about. So we'll actually have like a plug and play for people that have offers on social media, but now an actual sales team for them to use that we train. And you know, we get them the we take care of the outreach side because yeah. a big a common thing is like you have a great brand and you have a great product, but you have to be willing to put yourself out there and DM a bunch of people and get it in front of people. And that comes from cold calls. That comes from, you know, getting people to learn more about it and you face a lot of rejection from that. So it's kind of like, yeah, that's the problem where uh, we're looking to take care of this. next. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. It's honestly, like we were saying before, it's crazy how much actually changes in a year without us even realizing it. You know, when I was listening back to our first episode, which you guys should definitely check out because a lot of stuff happens in a year, which we don't realize.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to listen to it now. that you Honestly,
0: I was like, I mean, honestly, I think I've even changed. Like my voice has changed. Like my confidence <laughs> in the podcast has changed. And I feel like for you, like, you were kind of starting to figure things out, but it seemed like you were just like, I'm going to try whatever and see what works and dabble in this and dabble in that. And now it's like, you have your business, you know, you have your set process. And obviously if we do a part three next year, it's going to be like a whole different episode. We'll see how much can change.
1: Yeah, hopefully 10X what we just talked about. (laughs) Yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Let's hope. I mean, we've already already come so far in one year. So I could only imagine what next year will bring. But my first question for you is what would you say in the past 12 months since we last talked, what changes have you made that you wished that you made sooner or maybe within the first couple of months that you thought of it or anything like that?
1: Yeah, definitely took it in phases. You, You pretty much hit it on the nose where we were at a year ago, you know, approaching college graduation. Right. Being like, now I've had this thing since high school. And, but now once college graduation hits, it is, you start getting looked at like, oh, how long until they use their degree, but, and you have that in your head. But again, like the big thing the last year is until I didn't bet on myself until I started focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. So like, I thought I was focusing on myself, but I was still taking influence from other people. And it was just like a trendy thing I was doing. And like, I'd have the business and I'd close, like a couple deals, but it was just like, it wasn't, I didn't spend time streamlining props, uh, systems and, you know process behind the business how do we actually make money you know what is our what problem am i actually solving right now and it was such a kind of mix of yes i'm helping brands grow on social media yes i still have a pretty good pretty good standing with luxury sales but ultimately i think i enjoyed the social media side and i knew i was good at it and it was very mm-hmm. similar to me and that was really when i don't even know when it hit that i just finally was like Okay, the market's not even good to do luxury sales right now. It's a cool thing, and you lived it, and it's cool. And there's no saying we can't go back to it, but this is what's popping. And you're good at networking, and you're good at you know how to find people who know how to do effective social media management. And like your network, like everyone needs this. So just like dive into it. Like all I'm doing all day is connecting with businesses and learning how their systems operate. Yeah. And then, like, for for me, having the podcast, I get to talk about it, or I get to interview them. And then I realized, I was like, you know what? Profit Jack was built to make people money. This really does that same thing. Let's just keep what we've kind of built, but slowly start to transition. The podcast has been a huge help, you know, implementing that this year. Allowed me to focus on myself, talking to other people and like kind of growing a lot. And yeah, I use the podcast. to kind of like, all right, I'm going to build out this social media systems. And then as we start this year, kind of be a little more open about, okay, well, here's what we've kind of been doing. And the podcast we've been talking whatever. Now we're really getting into. We're actually doing like the digital marketing and the sales team and all that's kind of ready. It's just a mm-hmm. matter of taking the action in January. Big focus, yeah. yeah. So for
0: sure, yeah. I think it's it's really hard for people from the outside for, or I would say for me to explain people who aren't actually going through this how long it actually takes. So, for example, like building a website. For example, you go on websites. You probably go on like. 50 websites a day, you know, whether it's whatever it is, you're looking up something really quick or whatever. But the amount of time that it actually takes for this example to build an actual website is crazy, especially because I'm going through that now. So I feel like for you and everything that you've done in the past year, it's taken that long and you're still working on it because it's not something, it's not like an overnight quick fix, you know, like the get rich quick things and all of that stuff. It's like, Maybe, maybe you could win the lottery. Maybe you could go viral. But, like, at the end of the day, if the hard work's not there, then like the whole success thing is not going to be there either.
1: Yeah. And just to really sum up, like, to answer your question, I was honest with, I learned to be honest with myself in the last year. It was more like a wake up call. Like, look, you've got a really solid passion, what you want to do. But are you really honest with where you're at? And, like, you said, like, just, having taking that vulnerability be like i really need to work really hard at this like the best guys are taking six months to go monk mode and then the last six months of the year all their systems are built and they're watching the business flourish so i kind of would take off of that like anytime i felt like i could just you know like they talk about it like do one more start doing that i started in the gym and then slowly it implements into kind of your business and like Mm -hmm. making sure i was always on the business seven days a week like this is what you're choosing to do that's what you need to do. And a great way to put it, if you're looking to bet on yourself, like you're in a nine to five right now, like the next week, take off work for a week, right? Maybe you have a, a substantial side hustle and do things towards the side hustle between nine and five and just see how you feel, see how the opportunities look. Because once I graduated college, I needed, I needed structure. So like we're talking, you know, even... Going through a summer here, where I was kind of in limbo, working a couple like working valet a little bit, but also building the business. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing eight hours of valet, just is eight hours, five days a week at right. this. See what happens. And it only takes like a week before your confidence is up. You close right. one, deal. you close one deal, committing that amount of time, and you're like, all right, I can do this again. Not to say you're not going to have those downs. The year has peaked and definitely <laughs> gone down but you still need the push and that gives you the push. If you dedicate the like block out the actual time and see what you can do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think with a lot of side hustles, people don't think that it can become anything more because they're only working on it for an hour a day or two hours a day. But the reason why like the rest of your life is successful is because that's where all your time is going. So if you actually put your time into your side hustle, you'll realize like how much can actually happen even just like you said, spending the same amount of time that you would at a nine to five on something that you're passionate about or your side hustle or your passion project, whatever it is, it's like the amount of change is just insane. And I think like we can both attest to that, especially this past year.
1: Yeah. No, I like the way you put that. People are going to gain a lot of value out of that, like separating like, oh, maybe I could just like do that. Like
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah, for sure.
0: So Ever since you kind of started focusing more on yourself and putting yourself first over other people, not necessarily in a selfish way, but in the sense of like, you know what you want, you know where your values are, you know, like where you belong and where you don't. How do you think your life has changed in that aspect, both personally and professionally? Tough question. I know. Big question. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's It's a lot to
1: think about. I'll try to, you know, simplify it. I would say when you it takes actually doing it to experience it and that's why i want to preface this but when you actually people i learned this and i i'm reading uh how to win friends and influence people
0: okay i love that one
1: yeah and like just there's a big theme in it about just like when you commit to you you start to attract the things that you need and the things that like the things that kind of fit you and so like i would say the way i've changed is I just become became more aware of oh, these people do exist out there. Like I want to shout out, like Arlen was a creator I found who he has a program called Tribe. And I'm not in Tribe, but he was like he kept coming up and like promoting it. And I saw a lot of the guys in there were also like digital influencers and digital nomads. And I do plan to like join it this year, but yeah, I was like, oh, let me follow some of these guys and see what they're doing. And you know, they're all kind of have digital marketing agencies and then they're in these Discords. So I was like if I couldn't fix my environment in the physical to start finding these people, I could go into the discords and just meet meet people on Instagram and just watch like what are they talking about what are they kind of doing and that really helped me a lot. So I was like okay these people do exist but they're all finding each other on Discord and Instagram mm-hmm. and kind of stuff like that. So I've definitely just grown in the sense of I'm very more approachable and I like to approach people that I find interesting. That being said, I eliminated, not, a, I eliminated people like the the flip of that.
0: Like right.
1: as soon as I kind of just get a negative vibe or I don't think the person in the situation wants us both to win. It's not longer really in my, I know I'm not ill intentioned, so I'm not going to have this be twisted. Like, you know, yeah. because there's an ego issue or something. I just, I don't have time for it. And I'd rather, even if the person, like, I think you get around guys that like, and and ladies that have like an ego and they are successful and, you know, you realistic they're not a bad person to have in your pocket, but I just don't want to spend the time to deal like to compete and deal with it. and I'd rather, you know what? Great. Maybe I'm not there yet. And when I am there, we'll have a mutual conversation right. totally okay with that. Right. so yeah, i've I've grown in the sense that I've been more diligent about adding positive things, going to find getting creative on how to find those positive people and then starting to eliminate, you know, just the ones that that they're not they're not taking me where I need to go, yeah, you know?
0: exactly. exactly. I like what you said, about kind of like if you can't find it in the physical world go to the digital world and it's like that's exactly what it's meant for and I found myself in the past year switching over like my social media following like who I follow from people from middle school and high school to people who are richer than me people who are smarter than me people who are better than me and it's like that's exactly who I want to be following. You know what I mean? I don't want to see somebody going to their best friend's wedding. Sure. That's nice. Every once in a while you scroll through, but it's like seeing that inspirational stuff all the time. It's like, that's where manifesting comes in. That's where like just growing comes in and just benefiting yourself by seeing it every day. Like it honestly, social media has like played a big part in everybody's subconscious. subconscious. I'm comparing myself to these people. I'm like, this is a toxic environment, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, if I'm comparing myself to somebody who's richer than me and smarter than me and better than me, then that's where I want to be going. You know, not necessarily somebody who might be doing something that's on the same level as me or might be doing something that's exactly the same as me. There's always that saying that you've probably heard before of like, you never want to be the richest guy in the room. You never want to be the smartest guy in the room. And it's like, I've taken that, I've taken that like saying and like, thought about it every single time I step into a meeting every single time I go to an event every single time I'm just talking to somebody it's like if I'm not learning from you like you said or if there's not like that win-win situation then you know it's kind of time to move on from that
1: yeah and the more people you get around they that are like that they notice it like I notice a lot like the world kind of communicates back to me like they're like oh I really appreciate that you said that or you know like those people acknowledge it and then I end up I find myself doing it with other people. I'm like, this is just a way better than trying to just explain to not brick walls, but just people if they're not in my like realm, then they don't they don't understand that I'm just trying to be, you know, the way I'm trying to be. So
0: exactly. Exactly. And it's tough it's tough being around certain people who think you're bragging versus people who think that you're being confident about yourself and a great example of that was when i moved to chicago i started going to every networking event every single thing i could find it was either free i would get invited to it or it would be like 20 or 30 bucks to attend and i would go to everything and there were certain people that i met that were like oh i'm an accountant for example and i would say oh i own my own company and then like the conversation just kind of like dulled out because it was like oh you own your own company woo go you whatever you know like good for you Whereas other people that I talk to, they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Like, how'd you get into that? I've always wanted to try something like that. You know, like they kind of see it as an inspiration or as like you're confident in yourself or you've actually done something that inspires them as opposed to like you're trying to compete with them in the job world, especially these days. Like your job title essentially is everything, but it's really not.
1: Really not to the to the one percent or honestly, I like to say the the broader ten percent, because there's the other people that realize it, but just are so happy with what they're doing. Right. There's no problem with that. At least they acknowledge it. Exactly, like that's exactly how they're thinking. Like it doesn't it doesn't exactly. matter. Think about it. How how often do our like job titles as entrepreneurs like change? You know, just to piggyback right. off Arlen again. He was on his podcast. He said, "You know what, dude? When I was thinking about it, I have." 85 different jobs in my company. Yeah. Some <laughs> yeah. days I'm the accountant, then I'm the CEO, then I'm the client success coach, and then I'm the sales guy, and then I'm the closer. And I'm like, you know what? You're honestly pretty fucking right because I yeah. have, like, I do have some people that do that. But then again, there's places where I don't. It's just when those situations come up, you have to be the best closer in the room and the best, like, CEO in the room. Like, you, we have to balance a lot. People don't exactly really understand.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, now when it comes to finding different opportunities to like grow and succeed as an entrepreneur, where do you think that you would even start? Whether it comes to networking or social networking, or like you said, like more physical going to events and things like that. Like, where would you say that you would start when it comes to like finding different opportunities to grow and succeed?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I'll kind of hit on both parts because I think, frankly, I said this on uh, when I interviewed the podcast coming out Sunday. If you're an introvert, you can still network. Now you can be an introvert and have like be great at photography and showcase that on your social media and just communicate with those that you're doing kind of business with, and or just like that like mind like finding like-minded people because people love relatability. So going on Instagram and like I like to say, maybe everyone follows somebody big that they idolize. Go to their followers, okay, who also likes these things that this person mm-hmm. likes. And like, like you said, follow those people. I also liked what you said about the social media audit. Like if you're really serious about growth, then go through your current, who you're following right now. And if they're not at your level above you or aspiring to be at your level, you can unfollow them and it's you're not right. gonna hurt, its not going to hurt anyone, you know, it's not going right. to, it's going to improve your ratio, to be honest, it's going to like, you're going to yeah. you're like reputable and then yeah, follow, yeah. fill in the. The blanks with like you said, I want to be here and I want to go there. That's a great way to do it because what other people don't realize is you can DM these people and you can go on their comments and just be like, "Hey, I love what like they like feeling important, right? Like they like feeling appreciated." So, oh, I you want to connect with this person, you know, you kind of want to find out how you provide value. But even if you don't, it's not going to hurt you to send a DM and say you appreciate what they do. And social media is where I say on the digital side, you have all these platforms. If you want to take a more professional approach to it, you know we're we're experimenting a lot more with LinkedIn, and that's a great way to go after the high level CEO that doesn't have an Instagram account. You know, so the platforms are built for you know your personality, and like those people are out there. You just gotta a allow yourself that that's true, otherwise people wouldn't be talking about it. And b if Twitter's your thing, they're on Twitter. If Instagram's your thing, they're on Instagram, and it's the same process. You know show that you like what they're doing and that you've pulled value from what they're doing because as me and you can like say it like a lot of the reason you take social media seriously is I like providing value or stuff that can help people. So we also like hearing it. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We're not at 10, 20 K. Like we're no celebrities by any point. But again, if you get in touch with these people that are up at your level above you or on the way, then they're going to appreciate that you said that and probably have a lasting connection on the physical side. This is where it gets interesting obviously you can attest that if you're in a situation you don't like go travel somewhere for right. <laughs> a few days or a couple of weeks and you know talk to sam if you want to find the simplified version of how to how to make that feasible because you're not the only right. person I've heard who's told me that they're like dude you could go like, what yeah. do you, mean, like you could just go and i'm like i don't blame you but yeah, <laughs> yeah. so a hundred percent put yourself in the right environment like i always say especially at this age group when you're deciding where to go to college find those cities that, you know, people can like, there's growth happening and like be kind of smart about the environment you want to be in. Cause it's not always your college friends that you're just going to hang out with all the time, especially when you want to start taking these next steps. Not everyone's going to do exactly what you do. So yes, they're good contacts to have. They're very cool people. And you can relate on the college aspect. Like you said, like, what about after like put yourself in an environment, you know, the Miamis of the world, the Chicago's of the world, the LA's, the New York's, like, do what you got to do to kind of get in those environments, whether that's college or you're looking for a job and you live in like a town where not a lot's going on. Nothing's stopping you from making the same amount of money in another city. And like you said, everyone's going to get busy doing what they got to do anyway. So they're not going to have time to hang out with you while you're idle. Like they're (laughs) going to get busy. Yeah, it's just reality. So yeah, put yourself in those environments. And then I really like, like the free networking events. They're everywhere. Just going to the bars and a lot of the influencers I follow talk about this, like you want to be around high value people, put yourself in those situations on the Friday nights of the world. You know, if you aspire to be like some digital creator, or some influencer, where would people like them hang out on Friday and start going there or on mm-hmm. Thursday for ladies night or something? Put yourself there if anyone wants to come with you. So be it. If not you're just there. And the fact that you're there, they're going to think the same thing. Oh, I'm here. He knows people like us are like, we're here. So why is he here? And it creates like that mystery versus if you just try to go be like the big fish in a small pond, at like a dive bar, half the people are going to hate that you're acting like that. And three are going to respect it and like know what you're doing. So like go to those places where it's like, you kind of got something to prove, but like just be yourself. They're going to respect the fact you can put yourself in that situation, why are you able to do this? You know, and there's more ways than none. There's a lot of bars that do happy hours. You don't have to go out and spend like, like I tell people, they're like, Oh, building. And like, I don't have money. Just go out all the time. And I'm like, guys, I know as much as Instagram looks like it, I'm just taking the opportunities that are there. You know, like we go to the the happy hours of the world and the cool bars we haven't been to and like, take advantage that you're 25 minutes from the beach. Like it's not it's not that I make more money that I'm able to do that. It's just, you know where to look, right? And so find those people. And then you meet those people at those places is really, the, and you go out again and like, yeah, so.
0: For sure. I think also putting yourself, like just getting out of your house and going there, even if nothing happens, the opportunity or like the like rate of something to happen is like a 100% more than if you just stayed at home. So even if nothing happens or even if just one person talks to you, it's like, that's one more person that, got you connected somehow, some way, you could need them later, whatnot, then what what would have happened if you had just stayed home? And I think that that's always what gets me out of the house is like, what could happen? You know what I mean? Like, I've definitely changed my mindset, especially in the past year. And when it comes to traveling, I used to always psych like myself out of like worst case scenario. Like, what if this? What if this? But then it's like switch that to what if that? You know, what if this amazing thing happens? What if blank? What if blank? I went to um a small business summit in New York when I had first moved back here. And I went by myself. New York's like four hours from me. And I just sat next to this girl. And... The job that, and it was just super random. I was just like making small talk with her, and we were like, Oh, what do you do for a living? Her job currently is my dream job. She has like a digital marketing agency for travel influencers and like travel brands and things like that. And I was like, You've got to be kidding me. Like, out of everybody at this entire conference, like, I sat next to the girl that has my dream job. You know what I mean? And yeah. that would have never happened if I was scared to go somewhere by myself or if I didn't like put myself in a place where that potential was there and it did happen you know yeah. so like you said just like getting up and being where people who you want to be like actually hang out the opportunity of you meeting them is like far higher than if you didn't go
1: yeah and i'm trying to implement this year i've also heard and i've, I've experienced it too but like you're 10 times more like attractive to these people when you are alone like if you can't get like a bigger sure. group where you're like you know like we're like friend group. Like, it's better to go out by yourself than, like, just two other of your boys that you're just going to, like, small talk with the whole time. Because these people want to know, why is this guy here alone? Why is this girl here alone? Like, what's she trying to do? Like, and then they're, yeah, you want to, like, spark the mystery. So, it's super cool. I want to do that better. Yeah. Definitely, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think, and I feel like we could probably say the same of, like, when we go out, for example, say you are by yourself. Would you rather go up to the couple or the group of guys that's like, or group of girls, whatever, that's all talking to each other? Or would you rather go up to the person by themselves that's probably thinking the same thing as you? You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like, like you said, you're so much more approachable when you're by yourself for people who are also there by themselves. You know, going, doing solo trips and solo traveling and whatnot, everything like that. It's like, I always gravitate towards people who are by themselves as opposed to like the couples or the friend groups that are there just because it's so much easier to talk to somebody else who's by themselves. So yeah, I like that, that like you are 10 times like more mysterious, I guess, or more likely to talk to someone if you are by yourself. So yeah, it's important to do stuff by yourself too. Like people are so scared to do stuff by yourself, but it's like, you're never going to learn if you're always with the same group of people.
1: And you'll start to like yourself more. Like they talk about, you're not just going to get there. And I used to, I suffered from this. I was like, oh, if I just meditate and hang out with my friends all the time, Like, like figure it out. But I was like, nah, like you actually have to go to the parks alone and you actually have to like go for the runs and like put yourself in these environments and see how you handle yourself. Even the parties, like go to those and see, like, listen, actually listen to yourself without the influence. And then you're right. Start to, you start to crave that feeling a little more.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So now for my last question of the podcast, what would you suggest to someone who's first starting on their self, self-growth self journey? I know we kind of like hinted at a couple of things of being more independent or doing things on your own. But I feel like when we both first started this whole like trying to get into our professional career, but also growing personally, I feel like it was really hard to kind of figure out what worked or what we were supposed to do first. So what would you suggest?
1: yeah first thing would probably be yeah like spending time alone is a big one i mean i think implementing ways you can do that that you don't necessarily see like that you're okay with doing like for me it it started with going to the gym by myself and then like that kind of you started thinking and like and you like you've got to i guess you have to take the action that would require yourself to be alone but that you actually kind of enjoy so like i like going to the gym i like reading like those are good things. When I was reading, I was more intentional with self-growth. Like I read books on habit building and I read books on, yeah, just like that was a big thing, like spiritual mindset, like those types of things. And then you start to kind of just, again, like finding those little areas where you can be with yourself. So it's just like, yeah, doing things I like to do, walking, going on walks has been big, just in between. And once you're comfortable with that, then everything else kind of gets a lot easier. You're once you're, once everyone can kind of feel that you're really dialed in on what you're doing, like, and you're, look, I'm happy you guys are here, but it's not going to make or break my life. Like, then again, you're just, they're more attracted to you. They're, you know, they're glad you're not worrying about everyone else. Yeah. I always get them saying like, oh, Jack's going to be all right, whether we're here or not. And it's like, I would love for them to be there, but I'm not going to ignore the fact that I don't need to be, you know, I don't need the reassurance all the time. But it right. comes, again, I didn't know that when, when all you've been used to is the reassurance, you can't expect to feel any different. So that's why it does sound a little repetitive. But that's the biggest thing. If you look around, you could have the best habits in the world, but hang out with really bad people and they're not really going to mean much. So it's like, yes, do the habits, spend time by yourself, see how you feel for 24 hours. And then the next day, like let the opportunity, it allows you to let the opportunities come to you because that was another trick I used where I was like, you know what? I'm always kind of like the glue guy and I make a lot of plans. And if that's you out there, like all power to you, it's a fun place to be, but start to let everyone kind of more come to you and you'll see the built in time for yourself. Like, okay, if somebody hits me up between five and eight tonight, I'll go out for a drink. But if they don't, it's not the end of the world. You're right. Yeah. And then like three days a week that happens and the other four days, it doesn't. And you're like, it's way better than every, every single day trying to yeah. get that that quick fix that dopamine, you know,
0: Right, right. And it allows you to like, enjoy the time by yourself. Because if you are like you said, if you are so used to being around people all the time, which like I personally am, I love being social, and I love going out and I love being around people, new people, old people, like new friends, old friends, whatever it might be. But at the same time, I can also say like, I equally love being by myself. Like there is no like one or the other, you know, some nights, of course, I prefer by myself or I prefer with somebody else, but you start to enjoy your, your own time just as much as you do with other people. And that is like, definitely, like you just said, like a great place to start of like enjoying yourself and enjoying your own time will really help you like attract what you need in your life, what you need to like continue to grow.
1: Yeah. And practice it. I think that's a good point I want to make on it lock time in your day where for this two hours, I don't have to do anything. Or for the, even for this hour, I don't have to do anything. And then implement like those habits. Kind of like we talked about if you're a reader, if you're a gym person, if you're, you know, whatever. For me, I just started waking up earlier and I was like, all right, well, from six to eight, I don't need to be on my phone. I don't need like, that's me time. Whatever I do, it's not going to be super structured. I don't have to do these things, but I'm not, I know I'm not going to be on my phone. I know I'm not going to be working. So what else do I have to do? And it's like read and then you get to the 10 hours a week and you feel 10 times better like better than just being like oh didn't wake up soon enough like can't do it like whatever not like you have 10 minutes a day to read your book and then go back to whatever you're doing
0: right right it's definitely a great habit builder too like you said you know just repeating it and eventually it it will become second nature to you mm-hmm but with all of that, thank you so much for being on. Always love talking. Always love our our very like-minded conversations. And yeah, I will have all of your information linked below. And looking forward to talk to you soon.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. I'm going to get you on the weekly profit this year. That's my oh, yeah. I know <laughs> I said it last year and everyone can call me on my bluff. I <laughs> went through it and didn't do it. But we'll set it up for we'll set up for February. You'll be my you'll be my first guest of February. I'll put, it, right. I'll put it up for now. All right. So clear Sounds schedule. That's
0: good. You're recorded yeah. now, so you guys. It's stick on to there. It. Yeah, clear
1: <laughs> schedule. All right. Thank you, Sam.